In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow with host Aileen Drexler. I'm having a relationship with my pizza. In a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram. Just doing my workout. Tuesday's arms and back. But feels anything but in real life. Is butter a carb? Yes. This is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being. I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie. From people who understand the struggle. I am on the third day of my cleanse diet. Hello and welcome back to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I am your host, Aileen, and today's Dear DST episode, we are rejoined by Dr. Lindsay Kite and Dr. Lexi Kite. They are co-authors of the book, More Than a Body, Your Body is an Instrument, Not an Ornament, and also identical twins, but you guys can't see. <laughs> welcome back, guys. I'm so Thanks. excited to do this with you. So you you said you listen to the show. You know what non-scale wins are, right? We do yes. Dear DSTs here where listeners write in and we are going to help them solve all of their problems. Yes. Well, maybe just one problem today. So I will read the non-scale win for a listener non-scale win that somebody submitted. Okay. Hi, ladies. I've been a listener since day one and have been on my own path with diet culture along with you and so many DST listeners. I grew up thin, though, with a mom who had both an eating disorder and an anxiety disorder. I made it to college without food issues, but once I got there, I started tracking calories. At the time, I thought it was to control my weight, but now I know it was just about control. I gained the usual weight we ladies tend to gain around 27, why is that anyway, and found my clothes and body uncomfortable. I started tracking calories about a year after my younger brother suddenly passed away, as I noticed I was eating my feelings for months after he passed. This sounds very depressing, I know, but I swear there's a non-scale win coming. After five years, I quit counting calories. I had a streak of 1,893 days in a row, my God, of logging nearly every single thing I ate. Did doing that help me achieve weight loss goals? Yeah, absolutely. But was it a manifestation of my anxiety into obsessive behavior as I grasped for any sense of control in my life? You bet your ass. I'm so proud of myself that I've finally been able to relax a little, love myself more, and understand that I'm never going to be defined by how tight my tummy is. Listening to this podcast over the past few years have made me feel so much less alone, and I'm so grateful that you've created the show network of amazing batches. Love a batch who's learning to relax. Oh, my God. Yes. This is great. Oh, good that for is- you. Oh, my God. 1,893 days. Like- that is the fact that she has that number. Oh, oh my. that manifestation of anxiety is exactly the right way to put it. It's this semblance of control that we feel when we write everything down, when we track it, when we're right uh-huh. on track. We feel like that will predict whether we're happy and healthy and successful and worthy of love. And it turns out it's all a mirage. I'm glad she uh-huh. figured that out. It's wild. I can so relate. I used to do that. And like, oh, yeah. 
like tracking my habits. Oh my God, I was just, tra- oh, I, read, I read that in a yep. notebook recently and I was just tracking like, oh, it, it's like sad. I can't even, I can't even say it out loud. It's terrible. No, no Lexi and I, I have the same. We have food yeah. journals from when we were in middle school and high school. And mm-hmm. we used to do, oh, this is so terrible. We would do exercise competitions against each other to see who could exercise the most number of hours in a week. And so like we would try to wake up earlier than the other one and stay up later. Oh, it was so ridiculous. But it is just this feeling of like, okay, if I exercise enough, then I'll be skinny enough to feel confident and happy and look good when I, for the first day of school in seventh grade. It's Mm -hmm. so brutal. It's brutal, but I'm proud of this girl because Mm -hmm. that is a long time to be logging everything that you eat. and. I'm a, I'm assuming think talk when you when we talked about in our last episode just about how like your mind is free when you stop kind of when you let go of thinking about how you constantly look all the time I'm, it's you from experience when you let go of logging and yeah. that control of like tracking there is so much more brain space <laughs> right enjoy that freedom girl so much freedom all right guys what is your what are your non-scale wins mm. who wants to go Lexi, first you go first <laughs> yeah. I I have kind of an ongoing non-scale win. After I had a baby, I needed to move my body and I decided I knew that I couldn't set an aesthetic goal. It could have nothing to do with how my body looked because that was that was not going to be sustainable for me or happy in any way and I wanted yeah. to be happy, especially after like a really painful childbirth that traumatized Lindsay who was there to witness it. I held a leg. It was the worst thing I've ever done. (laughs) Oh, you were there. (laughs) She flew in from New York like the day of. I told her my water broke and she dropped everything and flew in and held my leg and then was traumatized so much that she'll probably never have a baby herself. (laughs) I mean, it was a wonderful miracle of birth, but it was horrendous. (laughs) Yeah, it was. It was messed up. And I was messed up for a while. And so I decided that when my body stopped hurting, I was so excited to move again. And so my non-scale win, we're going on like almost two years now of being able to work out and do all different sorts of like workouts on YouTube and on the treadmill that I haven't lost any weight. I'm not going to lie. I haven't lost any weight, but I am, I'm in shape. Like I can hike with my big, tall husband and not be super anxious the whole time that I'm holding him back. So I'd say that's a win. That is a and win. Not not stopping to say, can you tell me about these plants right here? Or can we take a video of the view right now? Because I'm just so winded. I, that's what I do. It's <laughs> a good strategy. Well, that's great. That's amazing. Good job, Lex. My non-scale win, many times throughout my life, I was always tempted to, and I fell for this a lot, to not date and not put myself out there until I lost weight or until I you know, felt like I looked good enough to qualify for it. And that's always just kind of this constant thing, especially during COVID. I think a lot of us feel like we gained weight or I feel like I started looking a lot older during COVID. I have like more bags under my eyes. I don't know if it's just because I'm staring at the, you know, my Zoom screen all day or whatever, but there's always this feeling of like, oh, maybe just like hold off getting on the apps or going on dates a little longer until you look a little better. But um, I've successfully pushed through that to go on some Um, dates recently. And I think that just feels like a success each time because it 
it's given me the opportunity to prove to myself that it's not actually what I look like that is holding me back or that would prevent a man from wanting to go on a date with me or having a fun time. The reality is just it was my self-perception that is holding me back from even the potential for having a fun night or, you know, finding love or whatever it is. So I've been pushing through that and it's been great, really rewarding. That's awesome. Congratulations. I dating <laughs> that like <laughs> like we were talking about it. it that is, you know, that that there's so many people's opinions constantly. And then you oh. need and you need to put yourself out. It's oh shit show. Sure. Yes. Speaking of Zoom though, talk about like having someone else's pers- perception of you constantly staring back at you like yeah we never had to do this before and like we all look at ourselves when we're in these conversations yeah, yeah. like it, it must it must ha- i think it's gonna have a toll on us in the future oh, it what is. do you guys think about that Plastic surgeons are already talking about that. They are talking about like Zoom plastic surgery. People are staring at their faces so much. It started happening with selfies too when people were taking a bunch of selfies and um, doing front-facing camera and Instagram for videos and stories and stuff. They're seeing Mm -hmm. a huge wave of increases in specific plastic surgeries from people looking at their faces. It's like the under eyes and the eye bags, it's noses, it's lip fillers, and then obviously Botox and all of those things. The lesson we should be learning from this is that we are only looking at our own faces. We're yeah. barely yeah. looking at everybody else on the Zoom. You only right. look at yourself. So, yeah. to, you know, like I get people are saying like, but I'm doing it for me. But the truth is you're not doing it for you. You're doing it for everybody else, but nobody's looking at you. So save your time, save your money. Save yeah. your- They're not judging you like you think they are. I feel like having in-person meetings is going to feel like you're missing a body part. <laughs> like you're like where, where's the mirror i need a mirror <laughs> oh that's yeah. true right that's funny that anyway. will be a big change i'll be looking at yeah. other people's faces also <laughs> like, when i am I in this right exactly when you have to be on camera um one thing that we've done is like tell people to put a sticky note over your face on your screen so you don't look at yourself because it becomes this you know automatic thing that we're constantly looking back at our own faces and you can see people looking at their own faces oh, yeah. on zoom yeah. like you can watch and see it. who's doing it and <laughs> that should be motivation enough to get us to look at other people's faces instead <laughs> so true okay wait i'm going to share my non-scale one really quickly i was at a bachelorette party this weekend this is my, one of my last bachelorettes and usually you know everybody's always drinking so much and whatever and i didn't even it was i was like i don't want to feel like shit Um, But I still want to have fun. And I like sort of unconsciously but consciously like nursed my drinks. And I didn't really think twice about it. Like when somebody was like shots, shots, I was like, oh, yeah. And then I just kind of took a sip and I put it down and I threw it in a a mixed drink without like really any thinking about it or thinking about what other people were thinking of me for doing that. You know, the social pressure, even though these are my best friends. And it was great. I didn't I felt good to take a walk, like a long walk the next day. And it was, I didn't feel hungover or anything. And I just felt like this is the appropriate way to drink at my age. (laughs) Yeah. Intuitive of you, you know? Yeah. Like intuitive drinking, write the book. It felt, yeah, it felt really good. So that's my non-scale win. 
It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some to my friend who is fostering kittens and it is the only thing they will eat. It comes in these pate packages and you scoop it and you just feel like you're a chef for your baby kitties and they j'adore it. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com slash DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order plus free shipping, baby. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, so now it is time for our dear DST. Hi, Eileen. Congratulations on baby Mila. She's adorable. Been a proud listener for two years, and you guys are my rock. Anyway, this isn't exactly diet-focused, but recently I've noticed some of my friends are getting into filler and Botox. They talk about it like it's totally normal and part of a beauty maintenance. I'm not against it, but I also don't want filler or Botox yet for myself. As the same 
Exactly. Sorry. At the same time, I wonder if this means when everyone is 40, I'll look my age and they'll look amazing. That's an interesting sentence we should unpack. <laughs> is is this just what we have to do now to keep up with society standards? Am I overthinking it? Should I just get filler? I don't want to, but it feels like I'm falling behind in some way. Like I'm not doing anything to preserve my beauty except basic skincare. Oh. Best filler fearing betch. Oh. This is a great question, actually. I'm sure a lot of people are thinking it. What do you think? I mean, ooh, we talk about the fact that every single one of us are constantly raising the beauty bar every time we kind mm -hmm. of like succumb, if you will, to these ideals that have been um, kind of advertised to us as a way to maintain our beauty. You know, that's what it is. It's like in this anti-aging world that is so absurd when you like actually think about that word anti-aging, that we have all been taught to believe that in order to to anti-age and to preserve ourselves that we have to inject stuff in our faces constantly these needles that are terrifying and uh, I, I don't like needles so, <laughs> but I get it I get that like what I want her to know is listen to that intuition if you don't want to do it oof you have more power than you know because there are many of us that are sitting there thinking I don't want to do it either like Seriously, yeah. listen to that. Prioritize how you feel because you could be just a real source of power and hope for people that can look to your face and maybe see some forehead lines, like see a little bit of reality. Preserving mm -hmm. that reality is so powerful, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. It is. It's really challenging, especially yes. when, when it becomes so normal and like you see it everywhere and like every TV show, all the housewives, they're yeah. all looking younger and younger. Um, however, in reality, <laughs> right, in reality, like in real life, they don't look like that. Uh-huh. All of the the face-tuned ones as well. And it just makes you feel like you are behind, like she's saying. And the truth is she's not behind, right? Like right. We all of our circles are so small that it's like the people you see in your immediate vicinity, that's what you think the whole world is. And it's it's not. Like, of course, oh my gosh, we all feel that pressure. Of course we do. There's like billions of dollars banking on us feeling that pressure, not just mm -hmm. from the people in our circles, but from everyone. But there is no shame or blame and a lot of pride to be found in rocking your face like as it is and proving <laughs> to yourself that even if your forehead moves, you know, or even if you've got like some smile lines or whatever the thing is, it's you and trying to fend off you in some ways is kind of like betraying yourself. I mean, I'm not saying people that, that like are doing Botox and injections and stuff are betraying themselves for sure not, but to think that you have to do that. You have to do it. You, oof. Right. Have you seen um, – do you watch the And Just Like That show? Oh, yeah. You, you, I didn't watch this Thursday – what day is it? I didn't – wait, did I? Maybe I did. You know yeah. the episode when she goes to get a face facelift consultation? Yes. And I think that was the last one. And mm -hmm. they they he does that like face model and like sort of here's what you'll look like. And then it's just a picture of her from the yeah. old – she goes, I remember her. It was it was kind of moving because it's like this that was a version of you. Like yeah. why do you have to keep looking like her? Like you're aging. Yeah. 
What, it's you know? the same sort of thing when we tell people to try to reconnect with like their inner child. It sounds so cheesy to talk about inner child stuff, but truly it is transformational. When you look back at a picture of yourself um, or a video of yourself from before you started to feel self-conscious, before you started to self-objectify and watch your body from the outside, like really look into your eyes, look at all of your features and look what similarities you still have. I look back at pictures of myself, even from five years old, and I see facial features and like round cheeks and similarities in my eyebrows and like my hair texture and stuff that just reminds me that, wow, that is me, that this that I'm sitting in right now has been my body my whole life and I was born into it. And when we can extend that same sort of like love and connection and compassion to our future selves and our current selves, I think it really changes your perspective. And it also works to look at older members of your family. Um, You can look at your parents, your grandparents, even aunts and uncles that you may have some similarities to and recognize the really strong role that genetics plays in how our faces look and how our bodies look and what size and shape we will be. When you can find those like familial ties that remind you that you're not 100% in control of how you look, and that's not a bad thing, it may even be like a nice good thing, this thing that connects us across generations and across family ties. Like I don't look at my mom and think, oh, you know, she's got these lines around her eyes. I look at my mom and think, oh my gosh, that's what my mom looks like. Like she's so wonderful. I love her. And then I see those same lines around my eyes and it helps me to think that they're okay. You know, like it's just, it's what our faces look like. And the other thing I'm thinking of um, for this person writing in that we just so get it. I think like if you don't want to do Botox, then set aside a little fund where you're placing the money that your friends spend on Botox. Like look up how much it's going to cost you. And then throw that money aside as a gift to you to reinvest in you. You know, like this, our mantra, this whole, your body is an instrument, not an ornament thing. Like what if you did something that helped you feel more instrumental? Like throw that money back into the Peloton you want, you know, like the workouts you want, the trainer you want, or a massage you want, like something that actually benefits Mm -hmm. you and not just people looking at you. Like what does it mean to prioritize how you feel like instead of getting the injections, get the pedicure with the massage, like go all out, like get the full massage, get the neck massage during it. Yeah. (laughs) I think the the key in this thing is that she's saying she doesn't want to like if she, if she was like, I want to do it, but I'm nervous. Like, okay, then different advice, like get it because you want it. Think about why you want it before you get it, but get it because you want it. But if you're yeah. like, if you really don't want it, that is your number one red flag. Do not do yeah. it until until you or or never. But wait till you want to do it or yes. don't ever do it. Such a good opportunity to test out like what you really want it for and then try to, what do you want? You want confidence? You want um, it, whatever thing you think Botox is going to get you, try to get that thing directly instead of going through yeah. Botox. Yeah. Right. If you're looking for permission to, to not get it, here's your permission. You yes, don't have take to it. get Botox. What do you guys think about like society standards changing for women? I feel like, did you, I saw on Instagram that like the first season of Golden Girls. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> start it, it, what they, what they looked like. Oh. Is the same age at what, and just like that, Sex and the City characters started 
for this season. And there's so much about them talking about their age and what they look like. And I really feel for, I mean, I feel for them for the most part, but I feel for them. What do you think about that like huge shift? Oh my gosh. The fact that now we say 50 is the new 40, 40 is the new 30, you Uh know, the, the the pressure there is so immense. Like when I saw that meme of the goat, the golden girls who are actually younger than the women on sex in the city right now. Yes, Younger. Oh my God. Think of how far we've come slash how far we've fallen where now we have to be sex machines with big, high, hard boobs. And flat faces in every way and long flowing hair and sky high heels like oh my gosh we're just like super jacked super jacked yes the like, like oh. the gen Ann body like the the jacked yep oh man i can't run on the beach my no. knees can't handle it <laughs> my knees can't handle my back you know no yeah. i think like if we can look at that stuff and and see that side by side you can see that that is not a natural state, that that isn't evolution in how many years, you know? That is, it is unnatural and it is completely and totally based on profit-driven ideals that are banking on us, that have been, you know, over the years, these ideals have been growing and growing to become more powerful. And the advertising industry, fashion, diet and weight loss, they, they all conglomerate in this thing that creates these ideals that become more and more unreal and unreachable for women, even the women themselves on Sex in the City, you know, mm-hmm. the fact that it's such a revolution that we see their four headlines and that we just shared on Instagram some stuff about Sex in the City, um, about one of the characters talking about how by not conforming to all of these ideals, by not thinking about your muffin top and your four headlines and whatever, you take some of your power back. And I think it's a perfect lesson in media literacy to be able to look at those side-by-sides of Golden Girls and Sex in the City and see that the pressure is immense, and yet it is so unachievable that the women themselves can't even get there. Like, mm-hmm. they are having such a hard time, like, with all the backlash. I just, I think it's a good lesson to give ourselves a little bit of grace and compassion that we are up against some ridiculous ideals. And I think sometimes there's this perception that all of these changes that have happened in how women are able to look are advancements that benefit us when really they don't benefit us. They're advancements that lead to pain. Like really all of these things that we have to do to our faces, that's really painful. And we're not asking men to do those things. They're extremely expensive. They take time out of our lives. And it's just this pressure to say, all of these things are accessible to you if you've got the money and the time and the energy mm-hmm. to do them. So what's your excuse? Why don't you have a flat forehead and no jowls or whatever we're calling them these days? It, like, let's think of them less in terms of like advancements toward, you know, the evolution of how women are able to, to experience the world when really it's just added pressure to what women have to do in order to qualify, to be looked at, to advance in their careers, to have, you know, confidence in their bodies and their faces and whatever. And maybe start to think of it as more of like kind of a negative thing as opposed to this great, you know, future thinking <laughs> advancement. advancement. You're right. I, I I grapple with the like Botox and all of that, but it is shocking how expensive it is. And it is, and it, yeah. and it, it is forever. Like you have to maintain it. So it is yes. very freeing to sort of to, for for this um, filler fearing betch for us for you just to not do it. 
I must feel freeing. And I like the idea of starting a fund. Every time your friends – tell your friends to check in with you every time they get Botox and just like do a little deposit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Invest that money. Get Invest returns. <laughs> yeah, get a Bitcoin. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. This has been an amazing two episodes of DST. And can you remind everybody where they can um, follow you and buy your book and reach yeah. you? Yeah, find us on beauty or on Instagram at beauty underscore redefined. Our book, More Than a Body, is sold literally everywhere you can find books. Um, it's also in audiobook, Audible, and ebook, Kindle. Um, find us online at morethanabody.org. We have an online course there, and that's about it. Well, I love it. Thank you guys again for joining us. And that is it for today's episode of Dear DST. Be sure to send in your questions, dst at betches.com, or you can DM us at Diet Starts Tomorrow. Follow us at Diet Tomorrow if you're going to DM us because we can see. And follow me, at Eileen. And of course, follow Lindsay and Lexi at beauty underscore redefined. And we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Stacey Wong, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com. Betches.